Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,114. To be nobody but yourself in a world which is doing its best night and day to make you everybody else means to fight the hardest battle which any human being can fight and never stop fighting. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Jason Rose. Hey, Jason, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Hey, it's rock and roll time. All right. Jason Rose is the director of global training for Rupus USA. With a total of 40 years in the car care industry, Jason spent 20 years with Meguiar's in their professional division before joining Rupus. Rupus is an Italian company with a 65-year history of designing and producing the finest in innovative machine tools, and their reputation in the automotive surface care sector is world-renowned. Rupees recently built and opened a facility in Colorado where Jason is as they continue to grow the U.S. marketplace. Jason is a top industry leader in surface care and correction, product development, and training. His history in car care goes back to detailing cars in high school, and that business financed his college education. Today, one of his focuses is training for the Rupees Bigfoot as their Car Detailing Academy director. So, Jason, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment and share a little bit more about your career and a very obvious passion for making sure vehicles look their best? Yeah, thanks, Mark. Uh, thanks for having me. And yeah, it's just, you know, it's a simple case of a high school kid wiping on cars and just uh, never stopped. So, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I've just been... Uh, uh, very blessed um, to have a couple of you know different gigs in my career, but what I currently do and what I've been doing the last you know twenty plus years is pretty phenomenal when you think about you know just a guy wiping on cars in high school and it's been it's been an incredible ride so far and I'm looking forward to you know as many more years as I can uh, doing what I do. Well, what you do, Jason, is extra special because you teach people how to do things that in, enable and better their lives, not only just taking care of their cars, but it gives them careers. Uh, gets They get to move forward and share forward what their knowledge is. So I think it's great that your passion is training, and I know that about you. So absolutely fantastic. I and mean, I had uh, Dylan on the show, on Kleist, who works with you there at Rupees. And I've had lots of people from Meguiar's. So your past Involvement with Meguiar's. There's been uh, lots of people here on the show. So you're dealing with some really high-end brands. You you chose the right path for what you do. And as we continue on your journey, I always like to start with a success quote or a mantra. This is some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your success in your life. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning or the random orbital wheel spinning, I will say, here on Cars, yeah? So Jason, take the wheel. Yeah, so there's actually been a quote that has been with me for many, many years. In fact, decades. Uh, I came across it in college. It's just been something that's meant a lot to me and motivated me in different ways along my path. It's a quote by a poet named E.E. Cummings. Have you Mm -hmm. heard, Mark? Oh, yes. E.E. Cummings, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. You know, he has this quote and uh, it goes like this, to be nobody but yourself in a world which is doing its best night and day to make you everybody else 
means to fight the hardest battle which any human being can fight and never stop fighting. Nice. And uh, the reason it means something to me is it really speaks to the human struggle to be unique in in a world where, you know, everybody's trying to get you to put your ducks in a row and follow a line. Right. And, you know, it's a little bit dramatic, you know, when he says about fighting the hardest battle which a human can fight, which I don't believe that is. I mean, there's other harder battles, but the spirit of the quote really resonates with me because it has been a struggle personally at different times in my life where I feel boxed in and feel like I'm being pushed into being, you know, just like what everybody else does and, mm-hmm. you know, muster the courage and stand up and uh, truly be yourself and be aligned with who you are. And yeah. uh, that, that's what that quote means to me. Well, it's a wonderful quote. I love it. I've heard it before. And When I think about that quote, I go all the way back to high school and junior high when we all are trying our best to fit in, to be liked by everybody. And what do we all do? You wear the same clothes, the same shoes. You try to be like everyone else or be somewhat like the cool people. But when I think back to the people that really stood out, they were the ones that were different. Now, they they were sometimes ostracized. They were sometimes kind of left outside of the main group of core of people. But those are the folks that really were a testament to Cummings' quote, and that is they were just being themselves. And that's a hard thing to do. But I know yeah. when I started doing this podcast, that's what everybody said to me. Don't try to be anybody else. Just be yourself, and that will shine through, and that'll work really well. So wonderful quote. I'm glad you shared that with us. Let's go back in time and talk about a story that instigated your passion for taking care of cars. I mentioned in our pre-show chat with Jason that he and I share something. We both started detailing cars very young. That took us to junior high, high school, paid for our college. Uh, So we share that uh, between us. But tell us a pivotal story in your life, Jason, when you knew you were going to be a car care guy. Well, I think the earliest um, memories that I have, and by the way, my parents have told me, although I don't remember it, but they, they told me that my connection to cars happened as an infant in the crib. Oh, Um, no kidding. Yeah, they said they would, you know, introduce me to different types of toys and whatever. And I would, I would throw all the toys out of my crib unless it had four wheels. (laughs) Well, there you go. It was (laughs) was running through your blood. Well, as far as times you can remember, though, I mean, uh, to do what you do to have a passion for caring for vehicles and making things look better than they were. Was there a a kind of a pivotal moment that you, you realized that was important? There definitely was in high school and probably, you know, it's a pivotal time for a lot of teenage boys where they think about getting their first car. And my first car was actually a big challenge. And in in working through that challenge of getting my first car, I really discovered about myself how much I like to be around cars and work on cars and and in particular shine the paint on cars. So my my first car my father knew I was, you know, saving up for a car. And he came home one day and said, you know, uh, I want to help you get your first car. And he said, well, how much you have in savings? And I said, you know, $610. And he said, well, why don't you give me all of your savings and I'll I'll give you a car, you know, a starter car. I mean, it was about 10 years old, 10 year old car. But he said, yeah, I have this car. You give me your 610 bucks. I'll give you the keys. The car is in the driveway and the motor is in a crate uh, oh. in the garage. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, there, there came, it came with a little uh, option. <laughs> yes. So it was not running, obviously. And um, 
the unfortunate thing at the time in high school is I had gotten kicked out of auto shop. Uh oh. So uh, <laughs> oh, I know it was one of these crazy things that the teacher just had these unrealistic expectations, like he expected you to be in class every school day. So, oh, really? <laughs> un- un- unrealistic, huh? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> well, I think you probably learned a lesson since then. Uh, but, uh, well, what fun, what fun. Well, that was a pretty interesting thing for your dad. I think in hindsight, pretty cool because uh, he wanted you to learn uh, since you didn't quite get to stay in class in auto shop, uh, kind of learn your lesson there and learn how to how things operate so you could work on it and so forth. So uh, how fortunate that was. What was that car? It was a uh, 1973 Ford Mercury, or no, a Mercury Capri. Yeah. Capri, oh, okay. Mercury Capri. Yeah. And um, I had the thing running in three weeks. Nice. And um, I did it all, you know, studying from uh, a manual. So I mm-hmm. borrowed neighbor's tools and uh, I literally had that thing running in three weeks. I was pretty proud of myself. Well, take that, shop teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's take a look at some of the many roads you've driven down and talk about a big challenge or even a big failure you face. And these things teach us wonderful lessons. So I'd love for you to walk us through one of those times in your life where this is a bit challenging. And uh, tell us how that experience helped you gain even more momentum as you moved forward. Well, the the thing that came to mind uh, about that question, Mark, is um, just prior to joining the McGuire's team, which was in uh, 1996, and it was a f- about three or four years after I graduated college, but I had a mobile business, mobile detail business, and uh, the McGuire's executives and the McGuire's employees at the corporate office in Irvine, California, uh, they were my customers. So I knew the McGuire's people even before I became an employee because um, I had been there every week for about a couple of years, just detailing and washing you know, employees' cars and such. Right. But there was a very pivotal moment, uh, kind of a significant event that happened one day at the McGuire's office. So I was working on cars and back then, and I'll be dating myself with this statement, but my pager went off. <laughs> oh, yeah, those things. <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> <laughs> so the pager went off and I went into the office building to make a phone call. Uh, literally five minutes in the building and came back out. I was in the middle of detailing a car, but my my beautiful, well-equipped, uh, full-size pickup truck with all the detailing equipment had been stolen. What? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, that's horrible. And, you know, my uh, pressure washer hose and vacuum was out of the truck, and they just left those out and just drove off with the... Oh, with the no. truck and all my equipment. Oh, no. You know, obviously distressed about that. and uh, But it couldn't happen at a worse time. Not that, you know, when your car is stolen, it ever happens at a good time. But, right. you know, just got out of college. I uh, was making good money, but I had this goal of having the most impressive and nicest uh, looking detail rig around, you know, there was a kind of a local competition with detailers to, sure, yeah. to be a show off. and. So I had a beautiful brand new truck. I had the latest and greatest equipment and tools and nice custom painted boxes and all that. Well, I got my first education in uh, car insurance. Yes, uh, the hard way. 
And what I learned uh, was anything that wasn't bolted on, you know, bolted onto the truck was not going to be covered. And oh, no. yeah. I had this real creative um, configuration to my equipment. I had it all mounted to a, a platform that slid in and out of my truck bed because I used the truck bed for other things, you know, recreation. Um, but my whole detail equipment and everything slid in and out of the truck bed, you know, with hoists and uh, chains and stuff. And sure. So, yeah, I was just devastated to find out that the thousands of dollars I had in equipment that I had run up uh, credit card debt at the time sure, uh, yeah. wasn't going yeah. to be covered. So Oh, no. Oh, that's horrible. It was a, a terrible moment, but a very beautiful thing happened out of, you know, that disaster. Um, the McGuire family, you know, was very sensitive to this happening. And I got a call the day after from Nicole McGuire, who's Barry McGuire's daughter. Yeah, she's been a guest on this show. Oh, awesome. She called me and she was just beside herself and said, you know, she really felt bad that this had happened. And she uh, had offered that the McGuire family wants to 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 help, you know, wants to help. Oh, and they, wow. offer, yeah. they offered to uh, replace the equipment and all the, the products and supplies and anything I would need to to get back in business and get back on my feet. And the beautiful thing, I mean, I was in tears when she called because it was just an amazing uh, offer. But what I realized in that moment was um, I had been 12 years into detailing and I was ready to go to the next level and ready to do uh, the next big thing, whatever that is. And at that moment, I decided I wanted to be a part of the McGuire's team. So I wanted to to join their company. And, and that's what I told the McGuire family. And, um, it was, it took three years, but I finally, uh, got an offer and joined the company in 1996. And it all stemmed from that moment. It just, yeah, you know, opened, opened my eyes and realized what I really wanted to do. Well, awesome story. Uh, Barry McGuire has been a guest on the show too. I've known Barry for decades and uh, I mean, that family, they're the real deal. Honest, straightforward, just lovely people. And to hear that story, I'm not surprised at all uh, that they did that for you and offered you that help. So kudos to you. And thanks for sharing a pretty tough time in your life. But, you know, sometimes those uh, lemons do turn into lemonade if you're a good person and you just look for those things in life and uh, and treat others with respect. And that's an awesome story. How about an aha moment, a kind of a shift in your career? I like to say it's when the headlights come on and kind of illuminate a new path for you. Is there one of those in your life you could share with us? Uh, Yeah, Mark, there is. um, You know, I, over the years, I've realized I'm not what people consider a car enthusiast. I like cars, but I don't, I'm really not uh, consider myself a car enthusiast. However, all things detailing, I I definitely align with the statement, a detailing enthusiast. You know, so what a big aha moment was, at SEMA, which I think your listeners know what SEMA oh, yeah. is all about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, very large, largest car show in the world, I think. And I, I've gone every year. I think I'm on my 24th year at SEMA. Um, but way back in uh, 2011, a significant thing happened that year at SEMA, and it really changed the path of my career. And what happened is... A friend of mine, Kevin Brown uh, from Buff Daddy. I don't know if you know him. I don't know Kevin. Uh, no. Yeah. So he's uh, 
he's a trainer and a distributor of car care products, but and a friend of mine. He uh, texted me, you know, just blew up my phone while I was at SEMA. And of course, I'm working the booth at the time at, with McGuire's. And he says, oh, you got to see this. You have to come over to this booth. So he gave me a booth number and he said, meet me over there in 10 minutes. And so I took a bathroom break from the booth and ran over there. What we saw in that booth, it kind of changed both our lives. And it really changed a lot of lives of detailers, actually. And what it was, was the the very first uh, Bigfoot Random Orbital by Rupus that was at, and it actually wasn't in a Rupus booth. It, it was an engineer, one guy from Italy that uh, borrowed some the corner of somebody else's booth and set up a, a hood and just, you know, was showing off this new design of a random orbital tool. Um, but to give you a little bit of context, at that time in 2011, a lot of detailers, in fact, a lot of professionals were really struggling with uh, paint correction because uh, the two main approaches at the time were, you know, rotary polishing, which was uh, oftentimes too aggressive. Uh, in fact, you're putting in defects while you're taking defects out a lot of times. The other side of the spectrum was the eight millimeter dual action random orbital polishers that were actually repurposed uh, wood sanders, and they were not strong enough to really go after heavy correction. So a lot of detailers at the time were just, they existed in this space in between the two, you know, too, too aggressive with rotary, not aggressive with random orbitals. And what, you know, what is the answer for something in between? Kevin and I knew within seconds, uh, we, when we saw this tool in the booth and we saw that it's a standard random orbital polisher movement, but it had one difference and that is just a large orbit, uh, which was new, you know, and we sat there and stared at the movement of this tool and, and just realized within nanoseconds that that was the future of paint polishing. So that was a that was a crazy moment, and then um, there's a long story which I won't go into, but evolved from that moment, the Bigfoot you know technology leaped over the pond, and uh, and you know here we are, you know Rupus USA is actually a very quick, fast growing company, but it's much larger than we ever dreamed of, you know, six years ago. Great story. I remember when they first hit the market. I mean, it was a a whole new kind of thing. And it was a kind of a simple thing of what they did, the way they made that work, but um, it made a huge difference. So very, very cool. Well, let's talk about your first really special car. Now you talked about that car your dad gave you, but is there a first car in your life that was really special that maybe you bought for yourself that stood out? Well, I have to go back to that 1973 um, Mercury Capri. Uh, it was, you know, this bright yellow color, it was my first, you know, hand rub on a car and my first wax job on a car. It just is when when I think of if you if you said the words, you know, what is a special car to you? That that is the very first thing that pops in my head. Like a lot of teenage boys, you know, their first car was always special in a way. Sure. Well, the Mercury Capri was a really cool car and uh, you know what was so neat about that car? It was you say Mercury to some people and they go, "Oh, big giant car." But no, it was a little sporty car. Yeah. And great fun. I thought it had really nice lines to it and uh, was awesome. I had a friend that had one of those cars and loved driving it with the manual, of course. It was just a delightful car. How about seller's remorse? Is there a vehicle you've let go that you really wish you had back? 
Yeah, the the second car I bought after the Mercury Capri was a 1979 Buick Regal. And and it was now a, that's a switch. <laughs> it was a dark burgundy, yeah, total switch. I mean, it went from a V6 to a V8, and it was just a phenomenal car. What was what meant a lot to me then is that I paid for it cash, and at the time, you know, a mobile detailer, and I was making kind of more money than my friends were, and it was mm-hmm. only a two-year-old car. It wasn't brand new to me, but it was a newer car than most of my friends had. I just remember the feeling of driving around in it, feeling successful. It had lots of power and it was a luxury, you know, mid-sized car. And out of all the cars I've owned, and I've owned quite a few since then, um, that one was just, you know, a a special car to me. And it represented kind of, um, not that I had arrived, but it was like, you know, it kind of was a symbol of success success for me. Exactly. Yeah. A lot more car to wax (laughs) than a Capri. That's for sure. Long hoods on those things. Well, I'd love for you to share what has you guys excited these days at Rupes. What what kind of things can our listeners learn about Rupes? Maybe I know you can't talk about what's coming, but but what has you excited and fired up today about the business? Well, the most excitement for me uh, uh, lately in the last few months is our Rupes Bigfoot Academy, their car dealing detailing academy in uh, Denver, Colorado. So it's actually been um, uh, two years in the making and. Uh, the owner of the company came to me and said, you know, can you dream up your, you know, the best training facility you can imagine? You know, I, he wanted it to be world class. He wanted it to be a destination spot for for detailers. And I had been, you know, I'd been in a couple of training centers up to that point, And I knew the features that I thought would be aligned with what he wanted. And, mm-hmm. of course, I asked what the budget was. <laughs> yeah. And, How much money uh, can I spend? Yeah, and <laughs> and his answer was, well, I just want a really good one. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, well, okay, I, you know, I can dream pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I can dream big, buddy. No problem. <laughs> so it was just a fun project because we um we got to meet with architectures and uh, I'm actually sitting in the classroom in our Bigfoot Academy at right now. It is a wonderful facility for a trainer, and you know, as as you said earlier, my my top passion is just educating um, detailers, and this academy has just given me a great home to do that in, so I feel very, very blessed. Nice, nice. And I'll remind our listeners, you can go to Rupes, R-U-P-E-S-U-S-A dot com, and you'll find the website for the U.S. Uh, outlet there. You'll see pictures of the beautiful building that uh, he's talking about uh, located in Louisville, Colorado. It's just absolutely fantastic. And you know, I follow along with you guys on Facebook. Uh, Dylan von Kleist, who was a guest here on the show, watched him, followed him on Facebook as that facility was built. He was showing lots of pictures and stuff. So you guys are in a state-of-the-art, very cool place. Congratulations for, for what's happening there. Now, my understanding is that people could come there and go to, go to school, right? They can learn from you on how to use your products and how to improve their business or their personal lives if they like to take care of their cars. Yeah, we actually are expanding our offering of um, curriculum as we go. We've, we moved in in January and we do classes for all the way from, you know, uh, car enthusiasts to car owner, car care classes, all the way up to two day advanced, you know, professional detailer paint correction classes. So, and everything in between. And we also 
do a lot of events that are partnered with distributors of car care products. So we get together with other companies and host training events together. Uh, we had two really big ones last week and the week before. So it's just phenomenal. Uh, but yeah, yeah. If somebody wants to get educated in our facility, there's a lot of uh, events offered on the website. They can just check and uh, we keep adding them every time we dream up a different class. But There you go. Yeah. Dreaming big. Well, speaking of thinking big or dreaming big, here's a very introspective question for you, Jason. If you were a vehicle, what would Jason be and why? I believe the answer to that question is a, is a Jeep Wrangler. Why is that? Um, and not just any Wrangler, but it, it would have to be that era of Jeep Wranglers with the square headlights, not the round headlights. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, because I'm being unique and different again. Okay. Um, but I just, uh, I align with that vehicle because uh, my other passion is outdoor activities and rock climbing with Jeeps and hiking okay. and yeah. kayaking and high altitude um, hiking nice. and camping. You know, Jeep Wrangler, uh, the spirit of that brand and that type of vehicle is that it's just a go anywhere car. And I feel that way about myself. I, I feel like a go anywhere kind of person and uh, you can pretty much plant me anywhere in the world and I can talk shiny paint with people and uh, <laughs> nice. it doesn't matter, you know, language or geography or whatever. And I just, you know, uh, the, the Jeep is very capable and durable and flexible and kind of go anywhere. And that's, that's how I would be aligned with the car. Nicely said. Well, Jason, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. What's the worst thing for your car's interior? No, it's not that milkshake the kids spilled in the back seat. It's the sun. Harmful UV rays cook your automobile's interior hour after hour when it's parked outside, even on a cloudy day. What's the solution? Covercraft sunscreens. They protect your dash, seats, and interior finishes from those damaging UV rays while keeping the interior temperature tolerable, even on the hottest summer days. No more painfully sizzling seats and steering wheels for you. They unfold quickly and easily install, stay where you put them, and are custom pattern for an exact fit. The foam core acts as a cooling insulator, and you can get yours in different colors and finishes. And they even fold up easily and store under your seat or on the floor. I've used Covercraft sunscreens for years, and they are a fast and easy solution that protect my beloved cars when they're not in the garage. Learn more and order yours at Covercraft.com. Want to protect your entire vehicle? Get a car cover from Covercraft. They have those too. That's Covercraft.com. And tell them Mark sent you. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage 
and the vital structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. Okay, Jason, we are back and we're entering the last lap. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive or car care advice you've ever received? Well, that would be advice from my friend Kevin Brown that I told you about earlier. And uh, Mm -hmm. his advice was to uh, focus on procedure. So when it comes to paint correction, a lot of people focus on products and tools and pads and whatever. But his advice was really focus on procedure and it can have dramatic results. Nice and very wise, wise information. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your successes over time? Yeah, that would be uh, the acronym PACE or the word PACE, which is uh, persistence and contagious excitement. So it's, it's uh, you know, a mantra I live by and it's also the way I teach. Perfect. Now, how about a resource? There are awesome resources out there for all of us these days. Is there one that you'd like to share? Well, the one that came to mind, if I can do a selfish plug. Of course. Is just the RupusUSA.com website. There's, uh, we're, we're continuing to feed a bunch of content and just good information about pain correction and car care. So it's just a good place to go and get good info. I'm glad you noted that. It is a great place to go and learn an awful lot of awesome things. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would that be? Well, what comes to mind there is uh, an individual that I only talked to very briefly a couple times when he was alive, but that would be Barry Maguire's father, uh, Malcolm Maguire. Hmm, okay. And the reason is because he just fascinated me, fascinating to me about his story. You know, he was uh, the creator of some of the greatest formulas that brought Maguire's to, you know, a prominent platform and in the car care industry. He is not an educated chemist. He is a self-taught chemist and he kind of created formulas that were a bit out of the box and different than, than they were at the time. And he just, you know, is a tremendous pioneer that inspired me again. I only talked to him once or twice and but later I learned about his story and it's just uh, a fascinating guy. I would love to talk talk more to. Yeah, the beginnings of building an empire of the McGuire Car Care brand, which is, uh, of course, known around the world. Those are the products I used back when I was a kid for starting to detail. Uh, so awesome. Now, if I could uh, ask you to share a book that you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy, what would that be? Yeah, there's a book called Married to the Brand. The author is William J. McEwen or Ewen. I'm not sure exactly how it's pronounced. Mm-hmm. M-C-E-W-E-N. But McEwen, yeah. Mm-hmm. McEwen, yeah. Uh, married to the brand. So uh, it just is a fascinating read about the relationship between uh, brands and the consumer uh, behavior and consumer buying habits. And of course, you know, people interested in that topic would be uh, more on the business or the sales side of things. But it, I just found it to be a great read about, you know, the power of brands. Absolutely. Well, I'll remind our listeners, you can find links to get your hands on that book and all the great things Jason has shared 
on his Cars Yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Jason Rose, and that page will pop right up. All right, Jason, we are up to the checkered flag. And this last question, it could be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool electric car on the planet. It doesn't matter how much it costs or who owns it. I'm going to get my hands on it and park it in your garage, but there's a few rules. You can't sell it to buy a bunch of other toys with. You have to keep it. You have to drive it. You can't just leave it in the garage and polish on it. I want you to take it out and enjoy it. But money is no object. But it's the only collector car you can have as well. So choose wisely. What's it going to be? Yeah, without hesitation, I would select a 1929 Auburn Boat tail speedster. Ah, okay. <laughs> and uh, nice. the reason reason is I know it's I'm a Jeep guy. That's my main passion. But when it comes to polishing paint and you know detailing cars, the late twenties, early thirties era big touring cars. Those were my favorite to to actually polish on. They're all metal, no plastic, and they just had some very cool body lines. And it just it's it's the era cars that are my favorite to polish on. Wow. Well, those are cars to polish. There's a lot to polish, a lot of curves and angles and things, but you're the guy to do it. So I'd be happy to park one of those in your, your garage. People <laughs> always surprise me with that. the answers to that. I always kind of wonder, what are they going to pick after I've talked with you for a while and learned a little bit? But uh, you, like so many, have completely thrown me off. I'm really surprised you picked a car like that. Usually, uh, younger guys are more into more modern post-war cars, but uh, yeah. the Auburn yeah. Botel Speedster, wow, what a beautiful vehicle. Well, Jason, you've taken us on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. I want to thank you for sharing your journey with the Cars Yeah audience. Could you offer us maybe a little piece of guidance or a little word of wisdom before you drive off into the Rocky Mountains in that 29 Auburn Botel Speedster? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> yeah, I would just say, I would say choose your role, your role in life, your role in your job, your, you know, whatever your passion is, choose your role and not just take on a role that was given to you. And the context I say that in is, um, in my career, there have been a number of times where I've turned down some really big opportunities, um, some big salaries, uh, big promotions. I've turned it down because I just know myself and I've chosen the role of being as close to the paint and as close to cars that work on paint. I just know that the further away I am from that, you know, if you park me at a desk or at a computer, I'm not very happy. Yeah. So I, I would just say, you know what, choose your role and and stick to it. There you go. Know yourself, know thyself and choose your role. Wise words. What's the best way for listeners to learn more about you and Rupus USA? Well, Jason Rose, uh, well, it's Jason R at RupusUSA.com. That's email. I am on Facebook. And yeah, that's how you reach me. Absolutely. And of course, go to RupusUSA.com to learn more about the brand. Get your hands on, if you love taking care of cars, get your hands on one of these machines. Um, it's going to change the way you think about polishing and working on cars. And if you're fortunate enough, you can go to their Schools, learn from Jason, and uh, become a real expert in car care. It's a lot of fun. Well, listeners, you can find everything that we've shared today on Jason's show notes page, I should say, again, at carsyad.com. Just type Jason in the search bar. That'll come up. Jason, thanks for being so generous today with your time, your expertise, and for sharing your car care experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. My pleasure.
You're welcome. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.